Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Moali. This week, we're going to talk about pain and sex and how sex can be painful for many people and what we can do to address that. We had a previous episode having a therapist talking about treatments of painful intercourse and vaginismus through mental health providers like services. This week, I thought it would be fantastic to bring a physical therapist to talk to us about the common treatments that physical therapists offer for these clients. It's funny that before I started working in the field of sexual medicine, I was clueless that that's that's something that physical therapists as a service they offer and how helpful this service can be. So I thought it would be interesting to have Dr. Uh, Holly tell us about her experience uh, helping clients with these challenges. Dr. Hollis Herman has been a physical therapist for 43 years. Her passion is musculoskeletal function and dysfunction in functional health in the LGBT community and is board certified as an orthopedic women's health biofeedback specialist. Holly has authored numerous books, books chapters, and peer-reviewed articles. She has received many grants and awards for her dedication and clinical excellence in physical therapy. Holly co-founded the Herman and Wallace Pelvic Rehabilitation Institute in 2005, though no longer affiliated. Her course can be viewed on hollyherman.com. Holly believes all patients deserve the right to be heard, validated, understood, and educated in their specific musculoskeletal condition to live a healthy, functionally active life. Without further ado, here's my interview with Dr. Holly. Welcome back to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited and honored to have Dr. Holly Herman in our show today. Dr. Holly, welcome to our show. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. I am very excited to have a seasoned physical therapist on the show because we we had other psychologists, therapists, and physicians on the show, but we never had a physical therapist. And I know there are wonderful physical therapists that are specialized in sexual medicine. So I'm very looking forward to this conversation. Great. Yes, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the common causes that you see of sexual pain for women? Well, there are many different reasons. A lot of them have to do with different types of systems in the body. So it can be dermatological, it can be musculoskeletal, it can be uh, neurological, it can be from endocrine and histories of contraception that uh, women have been on for many years. So there are numerous different reasons for the sexual pain that women may have. So it, that's why I believe that every person 
should have a healthcare interdisciplinary team behind them so that medical things can be ruled out, musculoskeletal and functional activities can be handled by the physical therapist, that communication and relationship issues can be dealt with by sex therapists and also by social workers and psychologists. So I think that it really takes a village. And I agree with you. And that is so interesting that uh, people, I guess, first step would be they're going to their physician. And then at times when they're not able to kind of resolve the issue, one of the common myths that I hear that people think is like the, the so-and-so probably had sexual trauma and that's why they have pain. But that is so interesting to hear there are hosts of different uh, physiological reasons can, can contribute to people having sexual pain. That's exactly right. There really are a lot of anatomical and physiological reasons for having sexual pain. If somebody even has something going on in their thorax, meaning their chest region, and it twists to one side or their head twists to one side, it really can affect what goes on in terms of the pelvic floor muscles. There are 14 pelvic floor muscles in three different layers. And so if that connect, uh, and four of them connect out to the hips, they connect up to the abdomen, they connect down to the foot and all the way up to the head. So it doesn't always have to be just an organ problem that is causing the, the issue, or does it not necessarily just have to be a psychological uh, problem? but rather a anatomical or physiological issue. So how can painful sex in women be treated? Well, many different ways. When I do an evaluation, I really like to have it so that there is a physician on board, a gynecologist, a urogynecologist, a urologist, a proctologist, intestinal person, somebody who is their GP, to really rule out that there are no significant medical problems that are going on, such as tumors or cysts or issues that are really needing attention. And with that, then I can do my evaluation. My evaluation will be a musculoskeletal evaluation from head to toe. I had one woman who had problems with penetrative sex with her husband, And it turned out that she had fractured her foot four months ago. So I worked on her foot and then she was able to have penetrative sex without any pain. So I really didn't do a lot with her pelvis. There are other people who have been in many different situations where they fall on their tailbone and that can change some of the muscles and some of the pelvic alignment. There are people who do certain sports that change what's going on in their alignment. And that can, once I correct those and help them to know how to correct it themselves, then they can really, their pelvic floor muscles can really let go. Oftentimes people think it's just a matter of strengthening up their pelvic floor muscles when actually many people are coming in with pelvic floor muscles that are too tight. And so therefore, It gives tenderness. They don't have as good a blood flow. They don't have as much oxygen going to that region. They don't have as good exchange of waste products. 
And so everything gets tender and tight and weak. So by letting everything go, getting it all in good alignment, then we can really have the pelvic floor muscles do what they're supposed to do. That is so interesting that the story you shared with us about the ankle problem, the toe problem, and how it impacted the sexual experience of the the woman. So I guess I'm wondering, how would we know if we are kind of healthy and aligned and uh, how can people kind of realize that the pain that they're having, uh, whether it's something that it needs like medical attention or they need to come to a physical therapist, how can they rule that out? Yes, I think that that's a great question. You know, majority of the healthcare professionals don't ask. They don't ask their patients. They don't ask about bowel dysfunction or issues. They don't ask about concerns that people have with their bowels or their bladder, nor with sexual issues. So they just dismiss it or they just figure that, okay, your lab values are fine. You can't possibly have, you know, the pains that you are talking about. And so go, you know, relieve your stress in some ways. So I think it starts off with every healthcare professional asking about bowel, bladder, and sexual issues. And also sexual function. Do you have any concerns? Do you have any issues? Do you have any questions that I can help answer? And once a person says, well, yes, I do, I say, great, can I ask you a couple more questions? And with that, I find out, have you ever fallen on your tailbone? Have you ever had any of those twists and turns in your thorax? Have you been in a motor vehicle accident? Have you had any fractures? So with a medical doctor that might see them first, asking about back pain, asking about hip dysfunction or hip issues, asking about leg and ankle discomfort, asking about headaches, asking about breathing and if they can breathe well or not, that is really a reason to send them to a physical therapist for an evaluation so that we can take care and help them be more aligned and better functioning. And you know, it's so interesting, even before I got into the field of like doing sex therapy and like sexual, focusing on sexual health, I didn't know about the role of, uh, the extensive role of physical therapists when it comes to addressing these issues. So I'm kind of curious, is that something that all physical therapists are trained to do or is it a specialty that people need to have been trained on? It is a specialty. It is that I think all, all physical therapists should know about that. And so that's why we give courses to help people understand about both women and men's health throughout the life cycle, because you have different issues at different times in your life. In terms of menopause, that's very different than if you are in your reproductive years and early reproductive years. So I think we should be on every bus. I think it should say, have problems with orgasm, get a PT. Have difficulties with erectile dysfunction, get a PT. Have, you know, I'm joking. But <laughs> no, I, I know, I love that. <laughs> that people have no idea that we can do so much with issues. And, you know, I 40 years ago, I would go to nursing conferences because a lot of my patients were having urinary incontinence 
or they were having issues with organs that were descending, such as prolapse or seals. And I was the only physical therapist out of 400 nurses. And they would be talking about medications. And I sat there and I thought, well, why don't you strengthen up the muscles? Why don't you relax the muscles? Why don't you work with the alignment of the body? And so therefore, I think that we really are not known for what we are able to do as musculoskeletal experts and also people who are seeing people who have these pelvic pain issues or back issues or tailbone issues, and they don't put it together with that's why they're having their pain in their vagina or with penetrative sex, that it could be a torn hip labrum or a sports injury that is now making it so that it is affecting their vagina or giving them an itchy anus or that their clitoris is buzzing. And so it, it really all connects from head to toe. And we are some of the people that can help put it together. And I think it's such a fascinating areas of expertise because I would imagine like if there is ways that you can work on the muscles and address the issues without taking medication or doing surgery or kind of all going through this kind of a more kind of surgical pro- process, that would be a kind of miracle. And I know that I send my clients when there are issues with vaginismus, they have painful intercourse to physical therapists and Often when they are consistent with their treatment, they see results. So tell us a little bit about, I know there's different approaches for every kind of treatment, that different kinds of sexual challenges, but what is usually the course of treatment like? What can people expect from the, getting these services from a physical therapist? Yes. So with a physical therapist, you can expect that you will be treated with total respect and openness and lack of embarrassment. Because so many people come in and they have waited years and years and years because they thought that this was all that could be. They were told that nothing could be done, nothing was wrong with them. And so they have a hopelessness and feeling disempowered and also that they did something that was their fault. So I say, first off, this is not an issue where you are just alone. There are millions and millions of women and men all over the world who are having these issues. And it takes courage to come here. And anything that you want to ask is okay. Nothing will embarrass me. So an openness to really be able to discuss things such as Are you able to have penetrative sex? Are you worried about your uh, leaking urine? Which is a major reason why women do not have sex uh, is that they're really scared about it or that they don't look as good as they should. And so getting rid of blame, getting rid of and normalizing that everybody has something going on and how can we help you to function better is really where we want to go. How can I help you? How can I help you to function so that you can do the things that you want to be able to do? That is really what we should, everybody should expect from a physical therapist. Then uh, orthopedic screening. Then many physical therapists are trained in actual pelvic physical therapy. So that means that we look at the external genitalia, 
really 60% of the problems can be external to the, the issue at hand. So looking and seeing what's going on in terms of rashes, redness, some sort of dermatological issues, muscles that are tight, legs that are being held tight and are not allowing women to get into positions where they want to be. If your legs are spread wide open and you have somebody laying on you and you have tight muscles, that's going to cause the muscles around your vagina to tighten up and also around your anus. So it's going to be painful right from the start. So helping women to understand that positioning can help, stretching, coordinating what goes on in terms of their preferences, what they like, how they like to be touched, all of those things are very important to take into consideration. Then doing an external exam by palpation for sensation, for how strength is, what it looks like in terms of being able to contract muscles, relax muscles, and push out. If it relates to bowel and bladder, asking all of those things and looking at all of those things, and then doing an exam. An exam involves putting on a glove, putting on some lubrication, going layer by layer. There are three layers in the pelvic floor. There are 14 muscles that could be the reason why a person is having some issues. And so making it so that we are looking at each layer and checking out the four, la- four muscles in the first layer, the four muscles in the second layer, the six muscles in the third layer, and really being able to get them to let go, not be tender, making it so that they're more flexible, that they have a better blood flow, and that they are not held so tight, or trying to actually strengthen them up can really make the difference. That is so fascinating. And thank you so much for this thorough description, because I think People are so scared to go into any provider when it's related to sexual health. It's funny that I have to make it very kind of explicit that when you're coming to sex therapy, you don't need to t- take off your clothing. Or I think it's important for people to know what to expect. And I think it's helpful to kind of know the process of examination. So how long is the treatment? I mean, obviously, depending on the cases, is it a, like something people coming for one session, 10 session, or is something that's kind of like people coming for years? Oh, no, uh, absolutely. There are some people who learn and just have the permission to not blame themselves, to understand that it's an anatomical and physiological problem, to get their hips in better alignment, to teach them how to contract their muscles, let their muscles go, push out and lengthen their muscles, how to um, help them with aligning their, their lower extremities and also their thorax. So there are some people who come for one session and they, it is life altering. Their average is usually about six to eight treatments that for my treatments, they last an hour. So if they go to a physical therapist who treats for a half an hour, it may be a couple of more sessions. And I treat one-on-one. I don't treat any other patients when I see this person so that it is a dedicated session and then mapping out a plan. So I don't want somebody to just come to me and then not be able to do anything on their own. I want to empower them. So I show them how they can uh, do certain stretches that are helpful. 
I show them how to use balls, small little tennis balls to roll over in order to release muscles. I show them how they can utilize what are called dilators or something that can enter into the vagina or into the anus in order to be able to get those muscles to let go. And we map out a plan. And then each session has goals and has objectives for functioning. So what is it that you want to be able to do that you're not able to do? And that is rather than how are you feeling or how is your pain? I don't want to chase the pain because sometimes a person may, as I said, have something going on in their hip that is then giving referring pain into their vagina. The Hospital for Special Surgery found at least 184 women who had vaginal pain that had hip tear and labral tears. And so by taking care of that, they were able to help the vaginal pain. So each one has an objective. And I think it's also important to think about prevention. And I'm kind of curious, is there any exercises, any things that women can do in order to help them to kind of prevent these injuries? Yes. With um, a number of injuries, for my patients, I find that their, their tissues and their joints are a little bit more lax about a week before their period. And that can lead to whatever they were doing, that can lead to injury. And they say, oh, it's nothing. It'll go away. And it doesn't. It just keeps on getting bigger or more. Or So if you have something that is not feeling right, if you have something in your hip that then you find you are next time that you want to have any kind of either oral, anal, vaginal, penetrative, non-penetrative activities, then it can be related to that. So I would suggest really making it so that you are, if, if you are having some ailments or having some, as I said, a fracture of your foot, try and get that so that you are functioning better. And that may prevent issues that are going to happen later on. If you have something that went on in terms of uh, your thorax, that can cause a twist and can make it so you're not breathing as well and that you are bearing down when you are doing your exercising rather than just the way that you were breathing before. So doing preventative work, making it so that you are honoring that healthy tissues don't hurt and also that in doing activities that you should really feel good about doing your activities can really prevent things from getting worse. Dr. Holly, I think you sold us all on (laughs) going to see a physical therapist that specialized in sexual medicine because I always refer out to people for physical therapy, but I, I even as a sex educator, sex therapist, I didn't know about the extensive work that you guys do when it comes to sexual health and sexual medicine. So if our clients want to find a physical therapist that's, that they are trained and involved with sexual medicine, where can they look? Yes, there are a number of different way, places that they can look. The first is that we have a national organization called the American Physical Therapy Association. So it's A-P-T-A dot org. And if you go on that website, there is 
locate a PT. And what you want to look for is somebody who has a specialty in women and men's health, is a women's pelvic floor physical therapist, describes themselves as working on urination or working on bowel dysfunction. And they oftentimes see people who have pelvic pain and know about sexual activities and how to work with the pelvis or work with the rest of the body. There are, I have on my website, hollyherman.com, I have a number of physical therapists that are listed that are trained and have knowledge about sexual medicine, uh, both male and female sexual medicine. And, uh, you know, I, at this point, I really want to say that Masters and Johnson said that the patient is the couple rather than the individual. So helping send them to people like yourselves who are so wonderful about getting communication going, about talking about issues, is really absolutely vital. And I, I just take my hat off to your, your profession, and I'm really grateful to be a certified sexual counselor myself through ASEC and through the American Association for Sex Educators, Counselors and Therapists, and also ISHWISH. ISHWISH is the International Society for the Study of Women's Sexual Health. And that is a wonderful place to find physical therapists who are knowledgeable about sexual medicine and can be located. Thank you so much for sharing those uh, resources with us. And guys, if you didn't get a chance to write it down, it's going to be on the show notes. And I, I'm similar to you. I think it's wonderful and important to have an interdisciplinary uh, approach when it comes to sexual medicine and sexual health. And it is rare to find someone like you that's been in this field for 43 years. <laughs> She's yeah. such a long yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> so when if people want to get in contact with you, the website is the best way. Do you have any articles, books that you want to kind of refer to our clients? Um, sure. I have my website has a number of different things on it. We are going to be posting some lectures that we gave. We are myself and a number of other physical therapists, plus a nurse, plus some doctors, all got together and realized that the LGBT community, particularly the transgender community, the lesbian community, the bisexual community, and the gay and gay community, don't often tell their providers that they are involved either polyamorously or involved with people of same sex or that they are going through transition or have had any surgeries. So we formed the first course that actually teaches physical therapists how to deal with the transgender and non-conform gender non-conforming population to know what to do, how to ask. So I think it all starts with asking, are there issues about your sexual functioning that I can help answer? Are there concerns that you have? Are there considerations that you have? Are there questions that you have that you would like to ask that you have not been able to talk to anybody else about? And we can see how we can get a team behind you in order to be able to treat you the best way that we can. 
Thank you so much for providing all of those great information. And I, I, I definitely put a link to the show notes. And I think such an important course that you develop because this is an area that I feel hasn't been taught before. So I'm very excited to hear more about it in the future. And Dr. Holly, thank you so much for your time. It was definitely a treat to have you on our show. I thank you so much to give the opportunity to allow physical therapy to be part of an interdisciplinary approach, to have somebody like yourself who utilizes an interdisciplinary approach, that you have this medium to get the word out. I am so grateful to you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Dr. Holly. It is interesting that, as I shared with you, similar to my situation, how many people are not aware of the services that physical therapists offer when it comes to painful sex. And I just want to let you know that if you are struggling with any kind of sexual dysfunction, there are so many different routes that you can pursue. And you're not struck, you're not broken, and there is a solution out there for you. You know, at times I get clients, they're telling me, you know, I tried everything and nothing works. I'm broken. And when I talk to them, they didn't even try it nearly enough. They might have talked to a friend about their condition or they kind of maybe briefly mentioned it to their physician, but they were, they're so far away from trying everything. So there's no reason, again, I just want to emphasize that for you to not have great sex, so if you're struggling, I highly encourage you to reach out to a therapist or a psychologist or a physician or physical therapist to get help because life is too short to have crappy sex. Anyhow, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.